What's going on, everybody? This is G-Dom with G-Dom Speaks, back at you with part two of I'm a Cable Tech. If you haven't already, go ahead and go over to beautydream.com, that is B-E-A-U-T-I-E, dream.com, and pick up the Meraki Apex Calf Ray Stretch Block. I mean, you know, you got to get those legs in shape and get them nice and tight. The winter's coming up, and, you know, this is the best thing to have while the winter's coming up for next summer. But anyways, let's get back into it. So at this point in my life as a cable tech, it's 2006, 2007, about 21, 22 years old. The best thing starts to happen because I'm, I'm transitioning into the role actually at this point. I'm actually liking the job. I'm taking my truck home every day. I get free cable. I get to work any kind of overtime that I want when I want. This is fun. This is real fun. I mean, could you imagine being 22 with all of this freedom? You don't have to check in with the supervisor every day. I'm literally leaving from my house every day. I mean, waking up, jump in the truck and go. I was using this cable truck as my personal vehicle. I would go to the store. Hell, I was even taking girls out on dates with it. (laughs) Taking girls out on dates with it. You know, I mean, I was literally doing everything grocery store Uh, me and Pablo was taking this truck to go shoot pool after work I mean I was I even helped I even helped my my friend Sean move inside I emptied out the cable truck and helped him move I mean this was the best job to have anybody that worked there during that time or even worked for a cable company during a time you know in those years where they didn't have GPS monitoring where they can see everything that you do as soon as you put that key in there. I mean, everything. So this was the best thing since sliced bread. So here I am, young man. I only did one year of installing cable. That was about enough if I could stand it, just one year. Because it it wasn't fun. I hated it. And I, I needed to do something different. And plus, you know, a $2 raise was always nice to get, so... First thing that I did was I applied over at the service department. Service department said, okay, we'll take Garen. Bam, I'm over there. I don't have a shitting idea about what I'm doing. I'm just a kid, came from install, and I'm like, let me figure this out. They stuck me with a few guys until Pablo got over into the service department. Then we, you know, we got together because that was my running buddy at, at work. I mean, they hated us, you know. That was the best thing for me as a young man. And I think it was good for him, too, because we grew up together kind of doing this thing. So, uh, you know, transitioning into that role of fixing things now is way more, you know, I'm, I'm somewhere completely different than just the actual guy that comes in and install the cable. Even though you as a person may look at it like he does all the same thing. You know, in the cable tech world, it's completely two different departments at that time. It was it was a service department and an install department, and there was another department in the maintenance department. And, um, you know, for us, that was, you know, that was what it was. So here we are. I'm the service tech. Now, going into people's house, I think I talked to y'all the first segment about going inside of people's houses, how you can see the most nastiest thing that you could ever see and you find out kind of who people are based off of their living situation. And as soon as I got the service, it got way more interesting. 
I mean, way more interesting. I was offered cocaine a few times. I mean, everything in the book. I've been offered food, weed, cocaine, sex, blowjobs from men and women. It, it, it in everything. Like people in this world are crazy, and they will say crazy shit to people in their house because they don't they don't care. They don't never have to see me again and worry about oh that guy's gonna go and say something to somebody. They don't know, you know. And at this time, social media wasn't what it is now, so it wasn't like you could just jump on some sort of media platform platform and just go hey this such and such at this house said that he do this or she said she do this nobody cared back then it was it was no rules not even not being a customer you understand they would offer you everything i mean when i say everything married women married men married everybody everybody they'd offer the dog to you here you want some coke here you want some pop here you want some this here you want some that I mean, everything, anything. That was probably the worst thing about having that job is that you, you'd you run into the weirdos and you'd run into the weirdos way more than you'd like to. And nobody wants to run into the weird, or, you know, those kind of people that much all the time, right? So, but and the, the, the other good part of it is, is that you'd see, you'd also run into millionaires. You know, I got to see the west side of my city real good. And I think in one day, I went from a $10,000 house fixing cable to a $10 million house fixing cable. And then I started to realize it ain't no different. It really ain't no different. The funny thing about it was the people at the $10,000 house paid more in cable than the people at the $10 million house. It's it's really kind of funny. I mean, they the, the, not so much as paid more, but had more services pertaining to you know more packaging, more channel pricing, more, you know, more channel packaging and higher pricing on that end. But the guys at the ten million dollar house, they just had more TV boxes, packaging, and you know that was all low. It was basically standard. But the funny thing about that is, is that. Those people in those $10 million houses are just as weird and spooky as the people in the $10,000 houses. Nothing separates these people but where they live. That's it. People are weird. And I've learned that firsthand being a cable tech. Trust me. These people aren't just weird when they go in the public. When they're in their private home, they're just as strange. And, oh my God. I mean, it was just everything these years was the fun years because I transitioned into kind of being this know-it-all little asshole kid, you know, and, you know, going to work every day and me and Pablo pretty much just doing whatever we wanted to do. I mean, we was young. We worked four days and was off three days. Then we worked like a Sunday through Wednesday, 10 hour days. We, it was like, we hardly ever took vacations or anybody really hardly ever took vacations because you got three days off. This was, this, I'm not going to lie. This shit was the shit. This cable shit was the shit. This was the best thing, especially when you're getting paid a decent wage. This cable shit is the shit. 
in those years, if you worked for the cable company during that time and you were a decent individual, meaning that you weren't trying to screw the company over or do anything like that, you just wanted to work, that job was the shit. There's in my life, there's nobody or nothing that could compare at that point what that job meant. Nobody could say anything like that job wasn't shit. Nobody could be like, hey, you need to go somewhere else to do this. I'm 22. 21, 22. Who's going to tell me that I need to go somewhere to do something else when I got it so easy? I take the cable truck home. I get free cable. I got benefits. I got all kind of shit. <laughs> so the best thing is, you know, this is it, it's it's right there. But as the years move along, you know, you kind of get a little bit complacent on the job. And that's what happened to me. I kind of got a little bit complacent on the job where I started to go to work to go and meet people instead of actually doing the job. I got interested in, in being in, cause they started to put me nothing but on the West side. So I started to meet a lot of people, and talk to a lot of people, and, you know, get a lot of different girls and go out on dates with different girls while I was on the job. I mean, you know, they say you probably shouldn't do that. I mean, you know, whatever. I did. It was a guy that we was working with one time. He was a, a stand-up dude, too, a quote-unquote stand-up. Nah, he wasn't no stand-up dude. <laughs> he just made some bad decisions. We was young. He was like 13, 14 years older than us, and he had this married life, and he was a deacon or about to be a pastor outside of work. And he was telling us all about, you know, we need to get married as young men and all of that. Man, probably about like six months later, this dude ends up getting fired because he didn't hooked up some chick, her cable on the job. But here's the kicker. He was having sex with the chick. I mean, this, this deacon dude was sitting up here telling us what we needed to do. <laughs> on the, it was so crazy because I'm like, man, what did old boy get fired for? And I was like, man, the chick called in and said that he had hooked her up with some free cable. But... And the, the, the bigger kicker was is that the girl got pregnant. <laughs> she got pregnant, though. I was like, boy, he got kicked out of his house and everything. Wife broke up with him, man. It was all bad. The temptations out there when you're a cable tech because you run into everybody. Every Like I said, these women will offer you stuff, you know, while you're on the job. And you got to ask yourself, do I want to take, is that worth taking? To me, it was never worth taking. But, you know, I guess you could say it, 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 it all depends on the situation, especially if something like that, if you have a situation where you're only going to hook, you, you want to mess with this girl because she could hook your cable up and, you know, it's an exchange. And you know what can come back to haunt you on that exchange. The main thing can come back to haunt you on that exchange. And that is losing your job because you wanted a piece of ass in exchange for some cable. Never, never. That wasn't never worth it. But in those years, man, I started to get a lot complacent. And uh, I mean, I got so complacent that it affected me on the job because uh, it's been a few times I got wrote up for performance. Like my numbers started to hit the ground. I mean, I, I wasn't really doing really, I mean, I was doing good. I was there every day. I really wasn't late or anything like that. Just the quality of my work started to suck because here I am. I'm young. I got this job. I've been there for some time. 
I don't really care about nothing because guess what? I got this job. Nobody, nobody's telling you, hey, learn your craft. Nobody, nobody, you know, I'm in the job already, you know, but nobody's saying, hey, my supervisor was trying to explain some things to me, but, you know, I wasn't listening to that. I wasn't trying to listen to that. I'm like, whatever, dude, y'all not going to fire me. <laughs> they didn't though. I ain't, I ain't, they didn't fire me. So I just want to put that out there. <laughs> but as, as a kid, you're never going to think that, Hey, somebody's gonna, you know, no, I'm not trying to learn the quality of this craft. I'm just learning this craft. This is a difference. When you learn to do the quality work of the craft, then you don't have to continuously go back to fix it. But if you just learn the craft then you, You'll just continuously go back and fix it constantly. And that's what was going on with me. I just learned the craft. So therefore, it always took people to go back and fix my work. And it started to show in my numbers that he doesn't understand this job possibly. So, of course, I got put on um, performance improvement programs. I got all, all of that stuff, man. I mean... I, you know, if you're going to do it, you got to do it all the way. You got to tote that line. <laughs> I was, I think I almost got suspended one time if I didn't get my numbers down, which is they was like a repeat rate. You go to somebody's house and you quote unquote fix the cable, then you leave. Especially if the girl was cute or something like that, I'd half ass fix it just to see if I can get that job back to come back. Because I, I didn't get the number. Let's say, like, if I didn't get a girl's number and we had some good conversation. I didn't get the number, so I'm not fixing this cable all the way. <laughs> I'm on the way back, <laughs> so I have fixed it, you know, and I'll be like, all right, I'll, I'll give her my number, and I'll say, call me, but nope, she would never call, and then she called back into the cable company, and bam, here I am again, and, you know, that kind of forced her to <laughs> do that thing, you know, it's just some slimy cable dog shit that some of the people do, you know, I'm pretty sure guys still do that. That's not something that's going to ever go away ever. When I say ever go away, that's not going to ever go away. If you find one of those guys, you know, that's doing cable in your house, phone, you know, gas or whatever, and they hanging around a little bit longer and you having some good conversation with them, they'll, you'll see them again. They not going to fix your shit. <laughs> I wouldn't fix that shit. And I didn't fix that shit. And, being my age now, and if I was single like that, and I'm not single because I'm married, but if I was single, I still wouldn't fix that shit. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. So, but yeah, I started to get a lot of reports written up on me, got rolled up a few times, had to go back through like training. And once I went back through training, I started to understand it, the quality of the job a little bit better than what I was. So, probably back in 08 this is yeah it's about like 08 09 that's when i, I kind of just started to understand the job way better about 23 24 not to mention i meet a girl on the job you know and she becomes my girlfriend bam look at me i took a chance even though i, sh I really probably shouldn't have i shouldn't have done it because it was you know not ethical how i did it for work's sake but you know I took a chance and was like, you know what? And you know, the vibe was good. Let's just go ahead and let, let me try and see what I got. So I dated that girl. You know, I, I was a cable guy, like make no mistakes. 
people think the only way that you can find somebody is out you find people in the moment and if you don't capitalize on that moment and i me being a cable tech i had to capitalize on that moment like hey here's somebody here that i'm interested in i need to say something if I, if I was never going to say nothing, because by this time I knew how to do the job and knew how to do it right. And I, and I wasn't going to see this person again because I'm like, I'm, I'm one time fixing this stuff on a few of these jobs. Now, if a few people call back, but you know, people call back for their remotes and shit. People call back because they just fucking assholes. That's what they call back in bills and shit. And the customer service just sends somebody out for dumb shit. But I knew when I fixed this particular person's cable, this girl's cable, I knew that I wasn't going to go back. So I was kind of like an all or nothing. So I was walking out the door. Then I was just, and I turned around and was like, hey, you know, can I call you sometime? You know, just try to shoot that. And she was like, yeah, cool. That's when cable started to look up again because I'm like, man, here I am. I'm macking on the job. Cable dude still mac. Cable guys will forever Mac. That's the thing on the job. It, that's what it's about. But that was a part of me growing up too. Just having that fun, having that freedom, being able to do whatever I wanted to do without anybody asking me or telling me nothing. I'm growing up. I'm 23, 24 now. I've got a few years in the game. Remember, I didn't start this whole deal at 18, 19 years old with the satellite. So I'm like, man, I got like five years in the game, four or five years. I'm I'm a magician. Anytime you got four or five years on, on a, in, the, in a career, you are a magician. <laughs> at least back then, right? But it was all fun. But 09 hit, you know, things got a little bit more real for me. You know, same thing. I'm, I'm transitioning. Me and the girl didn't end up staying together. You know, we didn't work out, but, you know, it happens. It always happens. You know, so it just, I went on like this whole, the year of 09 was just, I slipped back into being a shitty ass cable tech again. You know, probably was a shitty boyfriend too. I don't know. Maybe. I couldn't tell. I mean, when you 24, nobody look at they shit that they do like that. Nobody's turning around and saying, oh, I was a shitty person. I mean, for me, in those years, we wasn't that much. You were self-aware as much as you could be, but I couldn't police myself every minute of the day or every second of my life. Like, I could do that now because I know where my mistakes are at and I know exactly how to fix them. But back then, I wasn't aware. I didn't have that maturity. You know, the process hadn't hit me to, to go back and look, you know, to, to test myself. Because when you're getting everything for free in the cable world, you know, I've, I've got this truck. I got this free cable. I've got thing. I'm telling myself, man, I got so much to offer. But one of the biggest issues was I was still living with my mama. So I was a damn kid. I'm 24, you know, about to be 25 years old. I'm a damn kid. I'm, I'm still staying with my mama. You know, I'm making all of this money. I'm literally making a lot of money, blowing it, but I'm still staying with my mama. So that's that's part of, you know, growing up. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't do a good job of that at all. But neither here nor there. You know, 2010 came. You know, 25 years old. Here I am, working this job. By this time, I I, I didn't grew up. I'm. You know, I'm a grown man. People have seen me come in there before I was even legally able to drink alcohol. And bam, look at me. 
I'm 25 year old man working in this job, working in this field. Doing, I'm, I'm back at it. I'm doing good on the job. And hey, having some fun. Me and Pablo doing what we do, having all this fun, doing everything that you know we know to do as far as on the job, using the trucks. I mean, I think those are the years that the GPS came. Man, when those years when the GPS came and they could track every move of ours, there was no more grocery store. There was no more pool. There was no more, no more none of that shit that made the job fun it became those years actually became like work like it was i would say probably from 2009 till about you know yeah about 2009 to maybe about 2012 it was work it started to become work i mean you can still find some fun in your job a little bit but it was it was work it wasn't fun no more it was just like all right, got to get up, go to work. <laughs> but yeah, about 2010, you know, I'm transitioning. I'm single man, still back at it. Cable's been good to me. Cable was good to me. But the biggest issue is, is that I started to seek something different. I started to want something a little bit different me and pablo had conversations about doing different things i had put in a few applications at the city and put some applications in at the water department thinking that i wanted something different i didn't truly know i wasn't focusing on this career like i you know like i was supposed to you know i'm just thinking like all right let's go to the next better thing i'm kind of starting not to like this it's starting to feel like work you know you get it this this job is actually starting to feel like work because i come from the satellite company here i'm having all this fun playing football and going to have meal full meals on a daily basis and then here you go what happens you don't have those full meals anymore now you're getting up going straight to work and you know you, you got to worry about the quality of your job because like i said you don't want to get rode up constantly for not being able to do your job Nobody wants that. So now you got to pay attention a little bit more. That's what I had to do. I ended up having to pay attention a lot a bit more. I got a little reckless with my money. I mean, I mean, when I say I got reckless, I got stupid with it because you're just making so much money. You don't. You're living with your mama. You don't got a lot of shit to do. But if it's just spend your money on a bunch of stupid shit, too many clothes, too many shoes, too much food, too much, you know, just too much lollygagging ass shit. Like that's what it that's what it is. Just too much lollygagging shit. And when you got too much lollygagging shit, you know what ends up happening? You end up breaking the bank, start fucking some shit up, <laughs> you know, start spending up. So that's what I ended up doing. I started messing up my money. Messing up my money bad. You know, so and then when you start to do that, cable isn't fun anymore because now you're working. You're working for a paycheck now. I'm doing overtime just for a paycheck. That's all I'm doing. Just doing, just let me come into work. Let me knock this out. Bang. I'm fouling, exempt on all my shit. I'm working like seven, eight days a week if I could. You know, let me foul exempt. Let me foul exempt. I'm going, give it all to me. <laughs> but it was still good though. I mean, through all of that, it was, it was definitely still a good good thing about 2000 uh late 2010 
Pablo and his wife, you know, they were pretty much like, hey, we want to do something different. Because that's what I that's what I did. You know, I hung out with them. Once I was once we were done with work, hey, we you know, I was up there hanging out with them. But they were like, hey, it's time to do something different. We're going to move to Florida in March of 2011. I was like, shit. Really? That's when I, that's when shit really hit the hit the ringer. I'm like, y'all gonna move? I mean, I'm like, y'all serious? I'm like, hey, bro, bro, you serious? Like, yeah, bro, bro, we gonna move. And I'm like, shit, that's what's up. That shit don't never hit you until they're gone. Shit like that never hits you until somebody's gone. So for many months, I had to plan to wonder what I'm gonna do with my life. I'm thinking like, man, what am I gonna do? I'm not gonna have this this comfort level of being to go hang out with somebody you know when i want to sean was older sean was married too i mean pablo was married but he was newly married but sean you know sean was older and you know he lived way on the other side of town and i was like man i can't get sean over there you know like that every week you know even though i used to go over there every week but you know wives don't like single friends around like that just parlaying and drinking up their shit and eating up all of their shit so I felt like maybe I was just being intrusive in Sean's life you know with his wife and so I you know was like ah you know I'm probably not gonna be around as much but around that time you know when Pablo said that he was moving you know prior to Pablo telling me that he was moving you know, Sean had hit me up and he was saying, hey, man, you know, marriage ain't going good, you know, and uh, <laughs> bam. I'm like, what? So we go out and we talk about it and uh, he's telling me, man, they about to get a divorce. I'm like, oh, shit. And then later that, you know, year, that's when Pablo had told me the news. And I'm like, man. So March of 2011 comes, man. They even let me take the day off of work to help Pablo move all of his shit in the U-Haul. And, you know, by this time, I had met and was with my now wife. You know, so it was still bittersweet for me because being a cable tech this whole time, I had Pablo right there kind of going through this process. That's one of the things about this cable life like you go through a process with your brothers you know Pablo and Sean and my other partner Shannon you know we all went through this process of understanding this life as a as a, as a cable tech you know we understood it you know we, we knew what it took to to be that and when you walking through that fire with somebody it you can really stand the flames believe it or not because you got somebody to lean on but when Pablo smashed out a piece of me smashed out too. And I didn't want to be at that damn cable company no more. He left in 11 and I'm like, shit, that was the most shittiest time I think I had after that. Work was, it was ugly work. I mean, shit, Sean had came back and he was doing his thing and, and it was still, it wasn't, it just wasn't as fun as it used to be. And I think I was used to just being, having that freedom to be, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. You know, and it just got real boring. But, you know, I told myself, 
if 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 none of my friends is gonna be here while I'm working, then I ain't gonna be here. And I meant that. And I normally I I, I normally mean that when I, you know something like that happens. It happened at Satellite. My friends left. Sean got you know he left, and I left. <laughs> so when Pablo left, I was like, you know, this is I'm talking at this time that we like six years in I'm like alright I ain't gonna be here long cool went down to Florida to visit him I'm like man I'm about to move to Florida I'm telling myself this shit I'm about to get up out of Kansas City move to Florida I ain't do that shit but what I did do I ended up was searching for something else I was looking I was telling myself I need something different I need and I want something different I, I, I was urging to have something completely different than what I had. I, I wanted to start over fresh. I wanted to access a different version of myself. 2012 comes. Well, top of the year. I'm like, ah, let's see. You know, it's another fun year. Mother had back surgery. So I took some time off of work, you know, kind of reevaluate, help her out a little bit same year you know just a lot of stuff happening and then around june in 2012 i got a call from this guy out in california telling me that he got a contract with this big company to do you know some installs and stuff and i'm like man whatever i ain't know what it was i'm thinking in my head like oh you must got this you know you must got something i don't know but he talked up like it was like the best thing since sliced pie and i'm like oh okay it's the best thing since sliced pie let's give it a try so 2012 july of 2012 july 27th 2012 i gave my resignation into the cable company i'm no longer a cable tech yep 2012 that was it I hung it up seven and a half years. I hung it up. Part three is coming next.